Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Cheater Stories read by myself, Ebony White. Um, today, today is December 13th, 2019. It is one o'clock in the morning, my time, and it sucks, but you know, I have to film when my kids are asleep, you know what I mean? But regardless, I'm just happy to be here. I, I'm happy for the opportunity to record this episode. Oh, I have seven stories today. Well, all these women are telling their stories how they hooked up with married men or, you know, um, men that are taken. Also, these stories are a bit lengthy. They run a little longer than my typical stories. Also guys, check me out on Cheater Stories YouTube. You guys, you guys can leave me comments on there. You can rant and rave, you can vent, you can give your two cents, you can give some commentary on these stories. There is a video for each episode that I post on the podcast, okay? All right, so this is story number one called Confessions of a Mistress. It seemed as though my life was spinning out of control. To many, it seemed I had it together, but others knew I was just barely hanging on, and I was. I was fighting depression alone, now raising children alone, hiding from the embarrassment of being separated from my husband and trying to figure out this thing called life. No marriage is a fairy tale, and ours was very far from it. We've dealt with infidelity, verbal and physical abuse, and abandonment. But we seem to always fight through, or at least I did. But I had grown too tired. As we spent time separated, I learned that I was fighting alone. I realized my husband left a long time ago. I realized I tolerated more than I should have. Of course, I still wanted my marriage, but I wanted a marriage that my husband would want as well. It was during this separation where I was forced to work two jobs that I met him. She capitalized the H on him. My intentions were never to fall in love. In fact, they were far from that. Despite the smile I wore daily, I was very depressed. I lost my faith in love and hope. I turned away every man that wanted my attention. Every man would eventually use me, but not him. I really don't know why, but he was special the moment I looked at him. He was very honest from the very beginning and it made it so much easier. I remember one day talking to him and noticing his eyes. They drew me in and I had to interrupt him speaking to compliment them. But in my mind, I saw his soul, his thoughts, his desires, and potential love. Up until this point, I had refused to get attached to this man that I knew could never be mine. See, okay, so that tells us that she knew he was married. He was honest with her. He told her upfront that he's married, okay? Let's continue. But it was at that very moment I felt victim to his charm. I forgot all the previous warnings, the truth and reality, and who I really was. A woman that was hurt by her own husband's infidelity. His eyes grabbed me and held me close and told me everything would be okay. Really, bitch? His eyeballs did all that? <laughs> okay. He managed to captivate my very well-being with his attention, silliness, care, and observations. He picked up on my bad days or when I was bothered by something. He knew how to say the right things to get my mind right. He gave me hope again. He gave me back my faith. He made me believe that better days were coming and they were coming with him included. 
he considered us a team. And that's something that I had always believed in in order to have a successful relationship. He always spoke of our future and I had begun to see it so clearly. Of course, there were many times I felt so guilty. I would try to pull away from him, but for some reason I couldn't. He told me I loved him and he was right. He loved me so well until I forgot he had a wife. When he would be with her, he would make sure I still felt like I was a valuable part of his life. I was for sure that this man I was falling in love with was going to make everything right at some point. Now, what does she mean by make everything right? She thinks at some point he's going to leave his wife. That's what she means by he was going to make everything right. Many will hate me for my actions, but I actually don't regret it anymore. People come into your life for seasons and reasons, and when he did, I was down and out. I was depressed and still wanting a marriage with the man that left the marriage long before he left our home. I was making sure the family that he left survived, and I was doing this alone. I was going home alone every night. I was spending my days alone, but when he came into my life, he woke up the spirit of happiness again. He awoke my dreams again, and for that I will always respect and love him for. But I also loved him enough to let him go when the time came. I went back into a depression for a while, but I saw his happiness, and through that I saw mine again. It may not be with the man that I wanted, but it reminded me that I had found myself once before and I could do it again. I'm relieved that their marriage was salvageable. I wanted him happy, and it didn't matter what it took for that to happen, even if that meant accepting my loss. Many will think of me as a homewrecker or a whore, but that's not what I was. Truth is, it was not my job to respect his marriage. It was his. I do believe he was unhappy. I do believe that he really wanted to be with me. I do believe he wanted a future with me, but I, as well as he, also knew he already had a family and obligations. I learned from my own failed marriage that you can't force love. You can only respect obligations. I knew the pain all too well, which is why I spared her and the details and the truth. She would never leave him anyways, so why give her the same memories of torture that I had dealt with for years? Mistresses are often misinterpreted, and it's always assumed we are the aggressor. Unfortunately, sometimes our mind can't control our hearts. Sometimes it takes a spouse to say and do the right things to make us yearn for them. I know that another married man would never have a chance with me, but he made things so different. When it's all said and done, the mistress is the bad person, but her story is never known, never told. She wants love as well. She craves that attention. Sometimes it comes from the wrong person. She actually has feelings as well. And while she loves unconditionally and is being loved, she still feels guilty for hurting another woman. Sometimes he's just that manipulating. Whatever the reason, her heart takes over. Us mistresses are not all the same. Sometimes we really do just love the same man. It's not a competition or a race for us. There are three hearts involved. I regret loving her man and wish to apologize to her, but I do love him enough to keep our secret. So on behalf of all the mistresses that really do love him, we are sorry. I would like to hear your thoughts on that one. I felt like she was trying to make people feel sorry for her. And it was like, it sounded like a plead for 
people to not look down on the mistress, but I don't feel sorry for a mistress. I feel like you're a fucking adult. And if you, um, I know emotions are really hard to control, but that's why we have fucking therapists, psychotherapists, counselors, life coaches, you know what I mean? You're a fucking grown up. So act like a fucking grown up, act like a responsible adult and keep your shit together. I've experienced depression and sadness before. That's when you need to check out resources, local resources, um, pick up a fucking hobby. She was talking about, oh, I'm so alone. I was, I eat my food alone. I wake up alone. I drink my coffee alone. So what? And your point is, you can't be alone. So that's your excuse to fuck with the married man is because you can't, you can't eat by yourself. How retarded is that? That's so whack. And then they say that they can't be alone, but then you go and fuck with the married man you're still gonna end up alone because one, y'all have to sneak around. You can't you can't have that open relationship that you really desire. And two, he's not gonna leave his wife. Most cheaters, most married cheaters do not leave their spouse. Most of them don't. Like the numbers are really low. Some do, but it's it's very low numbers of cheaters that leave their spouse. So you talking about you can't be alone well, the last person you need to be fucking with is a married person because you're going to be alone. Especially if they're broke. Like, y'all going to be, like, fucking around in each other's cars, like, cheap motels. That's not a good look. All right, so moving on to the next story. The title of this story is Police Mayor. My story started when I moved to another state. My mother had just passed away and I was lonely. Here we go again with the loneliness. I'm so, I'm so fucking lonely. I'm so lonely. Give me some dick. Here we go with this lonely bullshit. At the time, I had a boyfriend. We were four years strong at that point. One night, I couldn't sleep, so I decided to check out Craigslist. After reading a million posts with the same penis picture, I wanted to write one of my own. What do I say? I have a boyfriend? I'm just looking for a pen pal? I did neither. I decided to say I'm looking for an FWB, friends with benefits. After I put up my posting, I got 300 plus responses. I read as many as I could and came to one who sent a picture of himself in uniform. I have a thing for that. I responded and right away he asked if his picture scared me. Of course I said no. We talked for about two weeks, then he asked if I wanted to meet in a public place and check one another out. I agreed. Once across from another, there was an instant spark, or maybe I just wanted to see his handcuffs. He asked if I wanted to go back to his place, and of course I said yes. Once inside, we started kissing and he took me upstairs where we had sex for three hours. It was amazing and I knew I wanted to see him again. After that day, we began to kick one another almost daily. Kick, kick is an app. 
it's like WhatsApp. It's it's a it's a chat app for people. A month into it, he told me he was married. I should have been upset, angry, offended, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, but I was turned on. Ugh, so disgusting. The thought of him inside of me on the bed he shares with him was incredible. I told him I didn't mind. I don't know if you caught that, but she said on the bed he shares with him. Okay, so I don't know if he's married to a man or she just had a typo, but she said him. So from that day on, we had sex twice a week. At some point, we decided not to use protection. He would come inside of me and I loved it. I can't get pregnant, so I didn't worry about that. Fast forward a year and we began to experiment with sex. I would tie him up and he would do the same to me. He is really big on tasting his own cum. Ugh. So I asked if he would mind if we brought another man into our sex life. He didn't mind having these men come to his home as we all had sex. We would have sex on Valentine's Day while his wife was at work and I would get all the surprises he planned for her first. I would come to his house while he worked from home. He would occasionally stop working to eat me out or fuck me. I would lay on the couch in my lingerie, make myself something to eat, talk to my friends and suck him off at his desk. It's been three years and I'm still his mistress and I enjoy every minute of it. All right, you guys, you already know this bitch, that bitch is disgusting. So we're gonna move on to the next story. The title of this story is From Strangers to Mistress. All right. If someone had told me before I met him that I would be someone's other woman, mistress, whatever you wanna call it, I would have probably cursed them out for thinking I was that kind of girl. But now I find myself heartbroken after anything, after four years with my married man. I met him at my orientation day of college. He literally took my breath away. I can still feel the spark and the adrenaline that ran through me the first time I saw him. It may seem crazy to some people, but I had never felt the way he made me feel. And we hadn't even made eye contact yet. He was well-built, dark-haired, with a tan like caramel and a mischievous vibe that would pique anyone's curiosity. He was obviously older than the other students waiting to go into our introduction class, but older men had always been my thing. In my eyes, he was the perfect man like I built him myself. I fast forward to one year later and he asked me for my number. From there, the flirting and teasing began. I was falling for him fast and it was scaring me, but the way he made me feel was just exhilarating. The first time his lips touched mine was one of the most amazing moments of my life. To this day, I still remember everything about that moment. From there, things only seemed to get better. However, three months in, a bit of online snooping revealed something that made me sick to my stomach. He was engaged and even had a kid. After confronting him about it, I decided I could not be the woman he wanted and so we remained just friends. Until one particularly bad day when I decided I just couldn't stay away. I ended up losing my virginity to him not too long after that. For three years, we saw each other every opportunity he had with random roadside car adventures to planned hotel excursions. He made me feel like a princess 
and like I deserve the world. A piece of me had always hoped he would leave her, but alas, three years had gone by with not as much as a I love being with you. So after some deep soul searching and a lot of heart aching decisions, I told him I couldn't do it anymore, that my feelings for him were too strong and I was going to end up very hurt in the end. He begged to see me one more time and so we planned another hotel break for the following week. We spent the whole day together talking, laughing, making love as if neither of us was aware of the hard goodbye at the end. Sooner than he wanted, he had to leave and seeing his eyes water broke my heart into so many pieces. Even now, it's still slightly shattered. I cried for about two hours after. What had I done? Had I really said goodbye to the man of my dreams, the love of my life? He persisted in texting me for many months afterwards and many times I wanted to give in. Every time his name popped up on my screen, I would cry a little bit. One evening, he was being very pushy. I was very stern in saying no, and that's when he dropped the bomb on me. He was madly in love with me. He wasn't ready to let me go. Every fiber in my body said, don't believe it, he's trying to win you back. And for once, I actually listened to my head instead of my heart. I think it was then that he finally understood that he had lost me forever. Now we are strangers, as if history never happened. My heart still aches and has pushed me to start a blog about our messed up love story. Rollinginlove.blogspot for anyone interested. That's rollinginlove.blogspot. Every week, I let myself remember a chapter of our story and write about it on her blog, okay? So, <laughs> um, there we have it. We got through another story. All right, the next story is seven years and counting. It all started seven years ago. I come face to face with a guy I thought was cute. I mean, that's how it all starts, right? Exactly. Well, my story starts off with him being in a two month relationship with another girl. I met him while I was seeing another guy that he was living with at the time. I'm the kind of person who loves sexual activity. My boyfriend and I have tried to have sex, but he was a bad kisser. The type of kisser where too much saliva got transferred into my mouth. Ooh, that's so nasty. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's nasty. The type of sex that only lasted a few short seconds because he came too fast. It was not working for me at all. Knowing that his roommate was only a doorway from inside the house, I, contact, I contacted him on MySpace. Yes, old school, haha. Ha. I had found his profile and said a simple hello. We had chatted and we had become flirtatious and from there came the questions. Why was I writing to him? To get a good sex drive. He was willing to help me out. We would meet at his house and at my house whenever they were empty. Our first kiss happened in my boyfriend's room on his bed while he was mowing the lawn in his backyard. His girlfriend was at work. He had snuck into the room while I was waiting for him. Emotions and nerves flew everywhere and he literally leaned in and gave me the kiss we had both been waiting for. It was energetic and it would have led to more, but we were scared we would get caught. 
From that point on, we were uncontrollable, texting each other, wanting to meet up just to feel each other's skin and kiss one another and hold each other. It grew into a strong connection. Years went by and they soon became pregnant with their second child. And so that two month relationship that this guy had at the beginning of the story bloomed into a long-term relationship. And now he has two kids, okay? I am content because after all these years, he had fallen out of love with her and in love with me. So she, <laughs> she's, she thinks um, she's happy with this situation. The fact that it gives her joy and happiness knowing that he's with another woman and they have two kids together, it gives her great joy knowing that that's really sick. It's really twisted and cold-blooded that one human would do that to another human. Some people would say, oh, well, as a woman, you know, we should look out for each other. We should have each other's back. But it's deeper than that. As a human, you just, you, there's just things that you just don't do to another human being. Anyway, so this next story is called Aspiring Mistress. Actually... And technically, I want to be the other woman. There's this guy, and I want him. We knew each other years ago, and I wanted him then. But things were always in the way. I just reconnected with him recently, and he's married. They have a kid. Even though he's married, I know he wants me. So I've been making excuses to drop by his work. Be all friendly. Nothing offensive. I just love seeing him. He's gorgeous, and he's sweet and kind. We were so into each other back in the day and that fire isn't dead. I'm not sure what I want long-term, if I want it to be a sexy, dirty little secret or if I want him for my very own. But one way or another, I want that ass. Anyway, so I drop by his work and I send friendly texts and I'm just on the friendly side of flirting and I'm watching him crumble. I don't know how his marriage is with his wife. I don't know if he loves her. To be honest, I don't really give a shit. That's their problem, you know? If he wants to turn me away for her, he's completely free to do so. But I'm pretty sure he's not going to. Maybe it'll be a mistake for him, but it sure isn't for me. Besides, I'm confident that I'm worth it. He said he was in love with me once years ago. I hope he still is. I'm preparing. Maybe next weekend, I'll make my move. The wife and kid are gonna be out of town, which he announced to me a while ago. I'm gonna make sure he's stone cold sober, no excuses. Believe it or not, I have no interest in being the villain in this story. I told a friend about this and she called me a homewrecker, said I should feel like shit, but I don't. I mean, I didn't make any vows. I'd be seducing this guy regardless. His commitments are his issue. Y'all will probably call me all kinds of names, judging by the comments I've read on the other posts, but whatever, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get laid. Even if they don't end up having sex, her husband has already crossed the line. I mean, why would he tell her um, that his wife and kid are going out of town, like ahead of time? Like he told her the itinerary, um, that's a red flag. And you know, they're flirting, they're texting each other. He's giving her googly eyes when she comes see him at work. These spouses, they could easily shut it down, but they don't want to. 
and so both of these people are equally at fault it's his responsibility to um respect the code and protect his marriage protect his vows and respect his family respect the institution of marriage i feel like the mistress is just as uh responsible for their own actions you know no they're not married they didn't say any vows you know they don't have any commitments but they are responsible for their own actions and they're responsible for their own decisions you know and there's just there's just no way around that if you're you're intentionally seducing and like on the prowl you know trying to bag someone's spouse that makes you just as guilty as the um the scumbag spouse that's cheating with you you know but you know this guy this husband he's already crossed the line he's already in the cheat zone because what he he's doing he's already got his head there he's already got his 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 heart there you know he's lining everything up to physically cheat with this woman but before the physical cheating he's already cheated in here in his you know in his spirit he's already cheated on his wife this next story is number six the title is I wish I could erase what I've gotten myself into. Let's begin. A little over a year ago, I was introduced to a guy from a friend for a reason I can't discuss. We met, locked eyes, talked, laughed, flirted for almost an hour. We instantly connected and kept innocently touching each other. Okay, I'm not gonna read that. That one was stupid. I was starting to read story number six and the story was all over the place. She would jump around a lot and um, it was just like a bunch of rambling and it just, I don't know, it was weird. I'm just gonna skip that one and move on to number seven. And this one is pretty short. It's only one paragraph and this is the last story. So the title of this last story is called Used. All right, so I read number seven and the story actually sucks really bad I feel bad because I said I was gonna give you seven stories and it turns out only five of them were actually good enough to keep on the show so I apologize for number seven because this story actually sucks anyway so that's the end of this episode I know the holidays are all different around the world and I have listeners from um, different countries but at the end of the day I hope you guys are you know just getting the most out of your life and taking care of yourselves so um i will see you guys on the next episode bye